be heavy. Like heavy stuff. I'm into that heavy stuff. It's got to be heavy. The heavy sound, heavy beat. Rebel 1017 presents the Heavy in Ottawa podcast with Laura Collins and James Reed. Brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. Hey everyone, welcome again to this week's edition of Heavy in Ottawa. I'm Laura. And I'm James. And as usual this week, we're going to have some event listings for the next couple of weeks. And our spotlight band this week is Sinful Ways. We have Brad and Andreas from the band chatting with us. But first, we're going to be chatting with Kyle Humphrey, who you might remember from Ottawa Blues Fest if you attended. He was crowd surfing at the Alexis on Fire show when Dallas Green from the band spotted him and invited him up on stage. Here's our interview with Kyle. Kyle Humphrey, thank you so much for coming in. I wouldn't have missed this. Thank All you. Right. So within the past few weeks has been a bit crazy for you. So what happened was you were on stage with Alexis on Fire at the Blues Fest. <laughs> tell, tell us how did that all went da- go down? My buddy messaged me a, little, a while ago and he knows I'm a huge fan. And I've been a fan since I was 16. And then let me tell you that story. I was uh, 16 years old and uh, they were set to come to Ottawa. And I won tickets from a radio station back back 13 years ago. And then uh, I got punished at 16. It was uh, it was heartbreaking, and I missed out. And anyway, so I waited all these years for them to come back, and finally they came back, and I waited for their Ottawa show. I waited, I waited, I waited. They finally announced Ottawa, and my buddy messaged me before I found out, and he said, okay, well, they're coming to Ottawa. We have to go, and they're doing an outdoor show. He said outdoor show. He didn't say Blues Fest. And so, you know, I had crowd-surfed at Blues Fest before. I crowd-surfed at Billy Talon. He didn't tell me, but he didn't tell me Blues Fest. So uh, he got tickets for us, and we showed up to Blues Fest. And uh, so we sat for the bands before, and we waited, and we waited. And then uh, finally we go out into the pit. We finally make our way out and uh, for the offspring, and we sit through the offspring, and he, he looks over at the friends we made in the pit and he says, uh, can you help me? And uh, he's behind me. And so I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what's he talking about? And so the guy comes around and they lift me up. And uh, so I, I laid back into the pit for a minute. And that was the first time I actually ever laid back in the pit. And, you know, I, last time I, I, for Billy Town, I was curled over in the fetal position the whole time. But uh, this time I laid back and... Um, I guess when they li- they did it again for Alexis on Fire, Dallas Green saw, and Dallas Green walks over to the stage crew, who walks over to pit crew, who walks over to me and says, "Dallas Green wants you on stage." <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm never going to get him saying those words. That was absolutely amazing. And then it was just one of those things where where you know they, they brought me around, they brought me out, out back, and I have pictures of just my face. Like I wanted to see what I look like in that moment. You know, I mean, they're not pretty pictures, <laughs> but I have pictures of me. You know, what I looked like when when I was waiting, and uh, it was it was a memorable thing right there. Um, so we waited side stage, and uh, I waited with uh, with one of the one of the, the guy's wives and their son, and. Then they invited me to sing part of We Are The Sound. Really? Wow, I didn't know that. Right, and you know the lyrics to We Are The Sound, yeah. right? And so, um, people who don't know me, I use a manual wheelchair. And um, so, 
I, uh, I've had a bunch of issues with, with paratranspo and things like that, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but anyways, um, dealing with paratranspo, it, it kind of feels like the city doesn't listen to what you want to say. So having him let me sing, we have the sound, and the chorus, we have the sound, those lyrics speak to you. So it, it was kind of a special moment to be able to sing those words in, in a time where I'm actually right now fighting for transit equality, uh, transit equity, yeah. and, and trying to, um, to get things on board there. But that moment on stage was absolutely mind-blowing. And your Facebook and your social media must have been blowing up because I know uh, I shared the post that I think it was Ottawa Citizen had posted. There was a photo of you crowd surfing and you uh, in your wheelchair and then you on stage with the band and we shared it and it's one of Rebel's most um, um, engaged. engaged posts yeah. ever. <laughs> so, And people, <laughs> like we were kind of chatting before we started recording and, and how it's one of those feel-good posts in, in the midst of all the craziness and... and, and yeah. Horrible things that keep happening, and this was the one that kind of stuck out from the whole two-week festival, and in general, in all the news. Like this is amazing, and for you to now be able to kind of also leverage that publicity that you've been receiving from that post to to your your cause. So big yeah. time, no, and you know, there's there's so many negative things that happen and whatever, and and you know for for my my one little action my buddy's action really you know and and the actions of, of the band members on stage for 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 them to to be able to to bring this to light and to bring accessibility issues to light and you guys to be able to 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 help me do that is is huge is is one of those things where you don't get this opportunity very often and i'm I'm trying to find a way to speak to as many people as I can, and uh, like you said, Rebel Nation has has uh, retweeted and, and, and shared and, and done all those things on on the Facebook page or whatever. Um, it's huge. It's huge. It's one of those things where where you see a community coming together. You know, you see, you know, I, I speak of the rock community and how close we are, right? And and it's, so it's one of those things where where you get you get to see it in action, and it's wonderful. It's great. That was the the cool thing for me seeing that story was that like like it, it it's a sick story to begin with, but then seeing all your activism that you do already, and that now you have this even bigger platform to spread your word was just like oh wow this couldn't have happened to a better person like this is like you're no Thank such you. thing as can'ts which is a saying that I love by the way, um, in regards to everybody's life like mine yours. It doesn't matter. That's that's a, a phrase that I use a lot. Um, but yeah, just that you're you're already doing all this activism, and now you've got this massive platform to do it on, and you can just spread your word even more. So that's I I just thought that was like awesome. Fate is great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now you just had a meeting with the city of Ottawa, right? Yes. What yep. was that about? So <laughs> uh, transit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, it was about paratranspo and accessible transit within uh, the new the new O train that they're they're building line line one or whatever. Building, yes, <laughs> <laughs> they've been building for I think it's going on ten years now or something. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, so, for me, it's it's accessibility within yeah. within paratranspo and um, 
the things that that I'm looking for, and that, that not just me, but so many people who who use this service, and and my buddies are looking for me because my buddies rely on me to get to these events that we we want to go to, you know. Mm-hmm. And whether whether it's an Alexis on Fire concert or whether it's it's you know the bar at two o'clock in the morning we want to come home from, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many things where over the years Paratranspo hasn't really been accommodating. Yeah, and so I've had to find different ways. And, and me, I use a manual wheelchair, and I mean, I got up the steps today to get here. I can do that; it's easy, you know. But there are people who use power chairs, and who are who are confined to their chair. So I want to be—I want Paratranspo to be more accommodating to those people as well. Um, we have uh, apps like Uber and Lyft and whatever and things like that. So we we know we have the technology. We know we have the ability to say, okay, you know what? We can you can order a bus, even if you have to order the bus three hours in advance. Mm-hmm. Right now, you have to order it the morning before. So if you call me and you say, hey, let's go to the bar tonight. Yeah, you're I don't pretty have strapped. That yeah, yeah, you know. So and that's been my whole life. You know, whether it, uh, in the summer I have the freedom to use OC Transpo and whatever. But we're we're what six seven months of winter in Canada. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, even just getting around in the winter, I can't imagine what, like if they don't plow the sidewalks in time and and stuff like that. Like, it's something that the rest of us would overlook. But I mean, I've grown up with friends in similar situations, and um, so this the accessibility thing has been something that I've seen for a long time. And it's yeah, it's like if you don't see it happening in front of you you don't yeah. realize that it's an issue but like it's it's an issue and transportation is you know pretty important in terms of everybody's everyday life so and, um, and that's the thing like you were saying if it's not in front of you right yeah so that's what I want to do with you guys today is just, I was at the Alexis on Fire concert I'm part of the rock community mm-hmm. so everyone who's listening right now pretty sure know, we were at the same show five years ago we were just talking about before this too big so. time <laughs> and, and that venue as awesome as it is yeah is down steps yeah you I know what I mean yeah. so, so that's another that's a separate issue yeah. but it's another issue you yeah. know so it, there, there's all these things that, that all tie in together and I mean we can go on for days and years and, and whatever about trying to fix these things but when it comes down to it it's it's trying to fix a mindset right yeah and the mindset is I don't need that well you might not need it and your friend might not need it but your friend's friend might need it their cousin might need it mm-hmm. you know whoever it is and and that's one of the things where where it's it's important these things are important and we need to to make sure that that everyone has access to where they want to go when they want to get there and and that's what we want to create with the O-Train and that's what we need to create for everyone. And there are some upcoming meetings uh, at the City of Ottawa as well coming up. Uh, wh- what are those dates and you're hoping that people would show up and, and support you with this cause? Yeah, so I, I'm really hoping that People will come. Uh, I would love it. I would love to see, see people out there. I know that the the dates are available on the City of Ottawa website. Um, yeah, sometime late late September, I'm pretty sure September 29th, I, I think. Um, and they happen all day. Um, now the city says that meetings t- should take about two hours. Um, the last time I was there, it took all day. And, and that's the thing, right? So I mean, they want to discuss the O train for for however long, right? Um, if people would come. They just show that they're there, and and they care. You know exactly. Yeah. You know, like sign your name, say we were here. I have a petition. 
that, that, that I've started, and, and there's a petition that the group I'm with, the uh, the Ottawa Transit Commission or uh, the Ottawa Transit Coalition, has started. Um, th- but the one I've started with my 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 organization, no such thing as can't. Um, we, we basically want we want to do with paratranspo what has been done with Uber and and Lyft and, and all these services. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah, it's like that they should have if they don't already, which I imagine they probably don't because otherwise you wouldn't be doing all this. But yeah, if they don't have um, like a like a, a paratranspo equivalent to Uber and Lyft, they, like that should definitely be out there. They have accessible taxis, but um, I mean it's probably more to do in terms of like the privatization of it, but certainly something that we should be looking into. That's the thing, you know, anything that, that should, that's available for you guys should be available for everyone that needs a mobility device. Especially Access. for you guys, like, I mean we we have other options you don't really, you, you have to get someplace far, you need a drive you know, like. Exactly, exactly. We can, we can walk, run, bike, but you know, if you're in a wheelchair then you know, and I'm one of the lucky ones. You know, there, there are people who use, uh, like, oxygen tanks or whatever and things like that. So yeah. they really need that, that, that special stuff, you know. They, they really need the, the, the steady ride and everything like that. So their, their, their oxygen tanks doesn't shake, mm-hmm. you know, and, and things like that and whatever. You know, so I, I think that, that the, more, the more information we have out there, the more people will see the need for it, for sure. And I think that it, it's huge being able to, to sit here with you guys. And thank you so much for having me today. It's... Our pleasure. I, I'm still I'm still on cloud nine, even being here right now. <laughs> it's I'm walking in, I'm seeing the wall and everything, and and just it's it's really good. It's it's really amazing. So, what's the next show that you're looking looking forward to, where you can go and crowdsource again some more? Uh, so uh, many, right? There's so many shows. There's so. Do you guys have a recommendation? All of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> do you think Manson would be a good show for me to crowdsurf? That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. That would be pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. Buck Cherry is coming up. Are they? Right? Yeah. Buck Cherry is yeah. tomorrow at um, Barrymore's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll go all night long then. There's, Who knows? Um, well, there's tons of local shows. I mean, we'll, yeah. be, we'll be listing them off at the end of the podcast here. but um, I'll be waiting for those shows and yeah. maybe I'll be making a list of yeah. what to crowd surf. Um, I was actually curious about that. What's it like crowd surfing in a wheelchair? Because I always imagine that just being like a tipping over disaster waiting to happen. But then you mentioned being like holding on to your front bars there. But then the second time you're what, just on your back or what? Yeah. I, I'm going to show you a picture here and you know maybe we'll post it online later. But so I, the first time, I crowd surfed Billy Talent. Yeah. And I w- I, I'd never done it before. I'd never... Really? Know, oh, yeah. I thought you'd done it... Oh, was that... No, no that so was a few years ago, so right? So for the Billy Talent concert, yeah. before that, I hadn't done it. Okay. And so I, I was sitting there, and I'm going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh my, you know, the whole way through the, yeah. the, whole way through the mosh pit. Yeah. And, and so... Because you're I, being handed off to all sorts of different people, all right? Sorts of different people yeah, who might not know where to grab on. You know, like yeah. Someone's and I mean, going like through, the wheels you can grab spin. their back or whatever their leg, and and that's okay. That's cool. Don't grab their butt. That's not cool. No. All right. So people are going through and whatever. That's fine. Someone in a wheelchair goes up. People don't know usually where to grab. No. Grab the wheel. Grab the back. Grab grab one of the front casters, the front wheels. You know, grab grab the the big bars in the front. Grab anywhere. Yeah. Just make sure you got a firm hold on it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, that's and it. So here, I'll show you. I'll show you this picture. Oh, okay. So I, I lean back, and the second time I lean back, it was, 
it was better. So much better, better that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much better. So th- this is a photo, uh, because you can't see it, this is a photo of him uh, during the Offspring set. Yeah. This will be right. available in Appendix A of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So th- this was a picture I think my buddy Mike got. And my buddy Mike... <sighs> People are looking at us thinking we're brothers the whole way through. It was great. Yeah. Um, we're both redheads and whatever, the whole thing. But Mike was the one that set it all up for me. Mike yeah. was the one that, that, you know, like, he talked to everybody. He was the guy that was talking and whatever. And and But the people in the crowd are what made it made it happen. You know, they really, you know, got every everybody hyped up and, and, and they lifted me up. And, I mean, it, t- it takes four people at least to lift me up. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, like, no, I'm not a heavy guy. I'm, like, 160 or whatever. It's more so the, the compactness of your weight when you're in a wheelchair, though. Exactly. Like, you can't just be spread out. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's why I tried to lay back. Yeah. Like, I tried to spread be more, more, a more of a... More. Yeah. I'm five foot two. I'm not exactly... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly, you know, a tall guy to be lifting up. So it was... Uh, it was fun. Yeah. It was great. Um, and I would love to see more people go up in the pit, you know, yeah, and, absolutely. And using wheelchairs or whatever. And I know it's not feasible for everybody to lift people up and whatever, but I think that would be so cool because you go to Blues Fest and, and you know, you, you see the stage for, for accessibility and whatever. And, you know, they're, they're trying to do their best job. And, and, you know, I went this year and the stage is twice the size it was last time I was there. But it's still far back. It's still, you know, I mean, not crazy far back, but it's still, you know, further back and whatever, and, and or it's off to the side, and people aren't aren't able to enjoy the show as they would in the pit. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, you're not ever able to enjoy the show as you would in the pit. <laughs> you get the full experience. You get the full everything and whatever. But at the same time, you know, there should be... I would love it if there was, like, an option where at the end of the pit they could, they could have people using wheelchairs. Like just at, just at the front, you know what I mean? Like to have a, have a double. Yeah, because I mean, if you um, just go into the crowd, you're here. you're not going to see anything unless you're crowd surfing. Unless you're me, that's right. yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, like what about like a risk of falling out of the chair? Like the, especially that second time that was half that the fun? <laughs> okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, and that, but that was the thing. I used to have a seatbelt on this thing. That's what I was wondering. I was like, would you put a seatbelt on? Because I feel like that'd be a good time for a seatbelt. Right, but if the chair falls, then the chair just falls on top of me. Mm. That's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have like 30 pounds on top of me, and it's yeah. like... I guess you'd rather whatever. just fall on the ground and uh, get picked I back would. up yeah, after. And if the chair falls, I mean, the chair's titanium, so yeah. I mean, it's safe it's by not like itself. anybody's going to steal your wheelchair. Well, you would hope not. <laughs> if they're going to steal it at a metal concert, then they're going to have a whole bunch of metal heads to contend with. Yeah, you know? it'll, it'll be pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, but no, it's it's a fun time. And and I mean, if you if you ever have a chance, I, next time I go to a, we go to a show together. Yeah, we'll make sure we know we're going to the show together. Yeah, and I will bring you a new chair. I'll bring you a chair to crowd surfing. <laughs> oh yeah, so down. challenge accepted. Oh man, that would be sure. awesome. <laughs> well, we're, I'm sure that we're going to be seeing you crowd surfing and hopefully also on stage with a bunch of bands in the near future. And I hope everyone's going to go and check out the City of Ottawa website for the dates and times they can go and attend these meetings. It's the Ottawa Transit Committee. Make sure it, make sure it's the committee meetings you're going to. Right. Well, thank you so much for yeah. being here today. Super appreciated. So cool to meet you in thank person. Thank you for having me. It's so amazing to meet you both. It, it's been a wonderful time. Our pleasure. Thanks so much, Kyle Humphrey, for joining us. Uh, next up, we're going to have our spotlight band, Sinful Ways. But first, Quiet Crimes with Heavy Like the Sun.
in Ottawa Spotlight. So this week's Spotlight Band, we've got Sinful Ways, and we've got Brad and Andreas in the studio here. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, so we'll start off just uh, by introducing yourselves and what you do in the band. Uh, I'm Brad. I do clean vocals and bass. Uh, I'm Andreas. I play guitar, and I make noises with my mouth. I scream. <laughs> right on. And uh, who else is in the band? Uh, we got Giorgio, who plays uh, also guitar, and Dave Matlock, who is our drummer. Sweet. And uh, you said you guys describe yourselves as modern metal. Is that right? Yeah, basically, we, we try to stay away from any genre. We don't want to be called metalcore. We don't want to be called, like, new metal. So we keep getting names all over the place, but uh, modern metal is the best way to put it. Cool. Yeah. And uh, influences... Oh, I'll let you take this. Um, influences, well, at least for me specifically, anything from, like, uh, anything that gets my head banging, like uh, Metallica, Trivium... Off Hence your shirt. My head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, really anything, like, uh, even, like, the laziest and stuff like that, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, all the classics, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Really anything. Uh, Molly Crew. <laughs> yeah, for me, I mean, I go up to, like, Slipknot. I, not too much in the death, but uh, stuff like, uh, yeah, again, like, Venge Sevenfold, Bullet Fountain, stuff like that. And uh, you guys just put out a new EP, right? Yes. Uh, on July 13th, we put out our new EP called To Hell Tonight. It's also our debut. Uh, we recorded it with uh, Darkman Productions, which is Joe Moon. Yep. And uh, yeah, so there was four songs in there. <laughs> I was listening to it last night, and I can say it rips. It's oh, super sick. It. So uh, I was listening to it as I was trying to think of what to ask you guys about and how to get a vibe for the band, and I was like, damn, and Joe's doing some real dirty work so anybody that needs a quick little shout out to him anybody that needs some shit recorded should hit that guy up because he knows what he's doing um what was it like working with him uh it was great it was it was a bit long because we all had uh weird schedules (laughs) we've got some guys that work night shifts yeah so but uh when every time we're there it was fun it was a blast yeah it was really professional and uh he always made us feel like it was we were doing good and well i mean yeah like like i said it was really professional and it was a fun time because we would like hang out we'd like talk about metal and stuff and we'd like get all our stuff done so it was a good time yeah it made it seem like we're just chilling with friends and just enjoying it rather than knowing we're we're paying just to work basically yeah so it was fun was that your first time recording with somebody Uh, outside of the band basically we we started like three years ago just me and him and uh when we did that uh we did record out in brockville uh just some just some demos and stuff so i mean it was it was a fun trip to get out there but this is when we first got the whole band together as a as the four members and take it seriously so it was two years ago you said is that when you guys started yeah two three years ago okay and it was just the two of you guys basically um we've we've been together since like high school yeah Yeah. and so like we've been jamming and we went through like a whole bunch of different members but like once we actually started getting our members down that's when we kind of like consider us actually starting as a band because before it was just like me and him, maybe a couple other people from high school. So, so there's like a sort of precursor band, but nothing too serious. Yeah. Some of the songs are actually that old, but uh, we definitely modified them as a <laughs> as a, a band to bring them into the new era. Yeah, and to fit the new. Yeah. Uh, and you guys played a release show as well at uh, the Brass Monkey. Is that right? Yeah, that was one hell of a show, <laughs> and it was uh, to, to be able to pack the Brass Monkey and not get on till. 12.30 and still have everyone there was just uh, it was a sight to see yeah you guys packed it right out oh it was great like I, I was a promoter and okay. uh, being the promoter I just I, I put a lot of time into it <laughs> good but, as uh, it should yeah no there was, there was at least 200 people there it was, it was awesome good. it was wicked it was um, who else played 
Uh, we had uh, our boy, our boys in Scepter, their uh, speed metal, power metal. Uh, we had uh, from Dancing to Violence. Harmoniacs. Yeah, Harmoniacs and uh, the Aphelion. The Aphelion, nice. Yeah. And what else have you guys got coming up? Uh, at the moment, we're uh, we're taking a quick little quick little break to breathe back for a sec because we have uh, our drummer is going to Czech Republic for a month. Oh dang! What's he doing over there? Uh, family. Okay. He's, yeah, we're I'm. Everyone other than me is not Canadian. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're, but uh, we are playing uh, a show September 6th uh, with um, uh, Monuments. From Okay. Uh, it's going to be a show under Chord. Uh, we're doing that mm-hmm. at Mavericks, so that's going to be our next big, big movement. We're yeah. going back in the studio also, either September or October. Wow, that quick. Yeah, yeah we, we have enough songs to do it again. <laughs> so, what are you guys going to be doing? Another EP, a full length, or what? Uh, we're right now debating on going with either an EP or we're going to do a single or two, release the singles, and then just hit up with uh, just another five song EP. And then after that, we're hoping to just get a full blown album out there. Sweet. Yeah. Do you guys have any plans to go on tour? Uh, I mean, it's a um, Brad here, the promoter. Uh, I mean, hopefully we'll uh, we'll hit some people up, and maybe one day we'll go on like a on- little Ontario mini tour yeah, or something like that. Yep. Yeah, um, but nothing in the works right now. Hopefully, we'll uh, get something going later on. Yeah, we plan to play Hellfest next year. But yeah. Sweet, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, <laughs> wish, but yeah, plans a plan, man. Just got to put it in motion and make it happen. Exactly, it's one way to see it. Manifest great things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're going to play a tune here off the new EP, um, Modern Messiah. Anything you guys want to say to introduce the song? Uh, you're going to either bounce, you're going to love it, hate it, or you're going to headbang the hell out of it. What's it about? <laughs> uh, basically, it's about, uh, I mean, the name's Modern Messiah. It's about how the world is basically, everyone's being divided through religion. I mean, we're in nowhere, we don't want to bring religion to the band at all. We're keeping all that away from it because, you know, you end up, harming people or, mm-hmm. but uh, it's all basically about how people are just hating each other for no reason all just kind of from an objective point of yeah, view yeah it, and it's uh, it's actually got more of a racism point of it like there's a line in there it's like bullets without names but aimed at a certain race it's more like why can we not just be one yeah yeah. Like, the thing that we're trying to do is like we're trying to get people together not just like separate them all and uh, just all relate to music you know and hopefully listen to the music and uh, you'll be able to see what we're trying if we, we like our song we hope you guys like our song too so yeah do you think that's a more prevalent issue with you guys like, I don't know where I know you guys said that you're all from outside of Canada except for you um, I don't know exactly what country as you said Czech I'm not sure yeah um, no I mean it's it's definitely not I mean days from Czech Republic Giorgio's uh, straight out of Greece and I mean, uh, we all we all grew up in Canada right? yeah we all grew up in Canada but uh but we all have like different backgrounds is probably a better way to say it. Okay. Yeah. But um, we all have different points of view on the world and stuff like that. So I guess we can kind of like put that all together mm-hmm. and uh, hope, make, hopefully uh, get everyone to relate to each other a bit more, you know? Yeah. But uh, more of like the other songs. Um, basically, I am, uh, I mean, a lot of people obviously struggle with depression and stuff. And I mean, so a lot of the songs when we write has to do with mental health and stuff. And that's uh, a big part of that I try to push because like just at the EP release show, being the promoter, I promoted my uh, my promotion share. Mm-hmm. I uh, donated it to Mental Health Awareness. Awesome. And that's, as a promoter, I want to keep doing that. Because yeah. I mean, I want to bring people close. I don't want people to feel the stigma of being, have to hide away. Because I mean, getting on stage for me is my, it, it's it's my serenity. But not everyone can find that so easily, right? So. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's, it's, it's something I really want to push and make sure people understand that, like, if you come to our show, like, be at home with us. Yeah, it's such a helpful thing, too, to have that, to, to have whatever it be, whether it's music, art, going for a walk, which is something where you can, just like you said, find your serenity. Yeah. So this will be Modern Messiah by Sinful Ways. Modern Messiah by Sinful Ways. We're back in here with Brad and Andreas. Uh, I got one last question for you guys. And um, it is just my normal dumbass question of the week. 
If you could smell like one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. I thought of this in the shower this morning. <laughs> well, that's a tough one, too. <laughs> well, definitely not pool water, because I already have that. Nope. Um, hmm. One smell. Let's say uh, Gatorade, the cool blue. I like the taste. So this isn't what you're going to smell. This is what you're going to smell like. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. This is like your natural B.O., so oh. to speak, except hopefully not B.O. Oh, yeah. so it's not like... No, it's not one thing you're smelling. smelling. It is okay. your natural odor for the rest of your life. You can't get rid of it. Flowers. 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 Uh, I'd probably say, I mean, if, especially if I lived in America, I'd probably say Big Mac. Cause it's <laughs> like, oh, I, feel, I feel like you'd pick yeah, up a lot a more people than you'd think. I don't think you'd pick up the right kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh, <laughs> that's a tough question. Oh man. Yeah, uh, I smell sawdust all day, so not that. <laughs> I mean, like that kind of earthy smell, like uh, you know, fresh trees or whatever. Uh, <laughs> like well, flowers, what he said. That's your answer. I decided a, yeah. a bowl of freshly cut fruit. That's not bad. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I thought of that, but that was the first thing that came to my head. For a second, I thought you were going to say a bowl of freshly cut grass. <laughs> and I was going to be like, oh. That would be a good one, though. <laughs> just smell like reefer for your whole life? <laughs> <laughs> Officer, I'm not high, I swear. It's just how I smell. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that won't, yeah, that wouldn't really go over well. No. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's just too hard of a question to say, man. No? That's too, I can't answer that, no. <laughs> there's there's no preparation the for that. Yeah. Pleading the fifth. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming in. Thanks Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks, Mm -hmm. guys. Heavy in Ottawa. Brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal-themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. Heavy in Ottawa. Presented by Rebel1017.com. We're back on Heavy in Ottawa. This is Laura. And I'm James. And James is going to be listing a bunch of new events for the next couple of weeks. What's going on? Well, tonight, July 31st, at Barry Mars, Rebel and the Diamond Mine Agency are presenting a bang and rock show with Buck Cherry and Joyous World, as well as locals Feed After Midnight and Hard Labor. This Friday, August 2nd, at Bar Robo, you can check out my favorite local one-man band, Yarns, along with Amuse, a pop-punk band from Indianapolis. Also this Friday, August 2nd, at Prest, you can check out the indie-punk band, Glitterer, and local instrumental emo band Ghost Stories. Next Saturday, August 10th, there's a ton of awesome music going down. At Mavericks, Beyond the Pit Photography and Multimedia will be putting on another badass metal show. This one featuring Calliterus, Auras, Lungless, who are breaking up, so this will be their last Ottawa show ever, Ghostblade, Salem Trials, Braid the Earth, and Source Band. At Prest, Sparrows will be having their record release show with Flying Fortress, Quiet Crimes and Jung Shadow. And at an undisclosed location, Fools of Love will be playing their once annual show alongside local rockers Elementals and Penny Royal. And finally, on Monday, August 12th at Mavericks, The Last 10 Seconds of Life, No Zodiac, and Keonashi will be riffing alongside locals at the 13th floor and Iliad. All right, bunch of stuff going on again. To finish up, we're going to have a tune from Ghostblade. Which one are we listening to? We're going to listen to Turn of the Tide. Fantastic. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Heavy in Ottawa. We'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.